0: hey everybody welcome into the divot room i'm chris and in studio today is todd how you doing dude doing
1: good good to be here
0: good good to have you here
1: yeah it's uh it's fun being down here especially since you had a birthday present for me yeah i had to make it i had to get down here
0: yeah you're very appreciative of it yeah thank you yeah you're welcome um it's u.s open week big deal
1: Big deal. And big big deal. And Jordan Speeth's on the T V right now. I wonder if he's explaining why he left the range this morning.
0: So it was first reported by Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz that he what what did he report to them?
1: I don't feel well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Just it doesn't sound good. People are concerned. Cause, you know, he was on my radar as one of my picks.
0: He, well, we just sent uh a message through Twitter to Drew Stolz that says, what do you think is Spieth to go for tomorrow? And he says, I think if he can walk, he'll give it a go. Right. There you go. So it's going to take a lot for Jordan Spieth to to not play tomorrow.
1: Did he eat a, a rotten lobster roll? <laughs> very well could have. And it just hit him like a ton of bricks. It's very strange when... It seems like you might say, oh, man, I kind of showed up here at the range and I felt kind of funny. But then you just
0: leave. (sighs) God, I'm nervous. Do you think he ordered a lobster roll at the snack shack and like he walks up and they're like, oh, here it is. And it's the one that's been sitting there for like 45 minutes just out in the sun. He ate it anyway. Just the the mayonnaise Uh, is just sitting there and then he (laughs) eats it. Dang it. And just all of a sudden just like... The next morning, he's just like, oh, his <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, stomach's tightening up. Just going all bones with that. Oh, man. Fast walk. How, I hope uh, yeah, how have you been, dude? It's been a week. Okay, it's been a week, and I
1: feel like it's been good. Played some golf, I think. It's been so rainy.
0: Yeah, it has. It's it, been horrible. Jeez. Yeah,
1: nothing really exciting to talk about. What about you?
0: Um, yeah, I had some softball over the weekend. Uh, it was rainy, so some of it was canceled. Some of it, um, they were able to schedule some some scrimmages, so had some fun watching some softball. Um, yeah, just been busy, you know, work stuff, yeah. uh, union stuff, and just, yeah, did uh, I get a raise, <laughs> no, no big fat pay raise. What the yet. fuck,
1: what are you guys doing? <laughs> Hey it,
0: it's it's okay. Yeah, it is yeah.
1: okay. It'll 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 get worked out in 2024. That's cool. Yeah. Um we're sponsors of the Westland Lions Tenue. No.
0: Ten. Yeah, Tenue. Is, there, ten is, ten there, you green is there
1: a big banner of us standing in front of a keg or
0: No. No, it's just our logo on their banner. So that that poster that's up in the divot room, that one right there, there is a there's probably I don't know five foot by four foot poster they hang up uh, at their games oh, nice. with, with them on it and all their sponsors. So people walking by can be like, oh, what's the different room? Maybe I'll Google that. Oh god! And uh, they'd find us. So
1: yeah, they're yeah. badass. They're, they're, those girls are badass. They
0: took first place this week in their bracket. Fucking aim. <laughs> um, I really need to get out and play some golf. I really do. Yeah, let me know. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, for me, generally, the school year is the time that I play. And summer, I don't play as much. Right. And we're coming up on summer, and I haven't played much. Like, am I going to, is my handicap going to be suspended if I don't get enough rounds? No. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely not. I thought you had to get a minimum number of rounds in a in year. Negative. Oh, Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm still a ten and a half, plane to about a fifteen.
1: Maybe it yeah. depends what course you go to.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Well, should we just jump right into this? It is U.S. Open week, so yep. let's uh, give a shout out to our sponsors, Sisters Meat and Smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce. A lot of S's there. Mm-hmm. Um. Go on in there. Grab, grab your, grab your meat. Grab your. <laughs> Grab, grab, your, grab your meat. You fucking sicko! <laughs> Jesus, we've been doing this for a year and haven't <laughs> fucked it up one time until today.
1: <laughs> grab your meat and then what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apply <laughs> a bunch lust. of lotion <laughs> <laughs> I mean what, okay what kind of Sisters meet okay. in smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce go on in there and buy yourself some meat for your trip and grab some pepperoni sticks and some <laughs> beef jerky for your golf rounds. Sisters meet in smokehouse can't beat our meat
1: i saw there we go uh, yeah good job thanks i saw jimmy love and he worked yeah, yeah. little ot and i said hey motherfucker did you We're bring s- me in some pepperoni sticks for overtime treat
0: <laughs> he's like no i haven't been home in a while <laughs> that's a pretty expensive overtime treat i mean they're pepperoni sticks they're I'm worth y- it you pay for what you get because they're really really good
1: absolutely yeah I,
0: I told him to say hi to jj for me uh
1: just a great fire chief. I miss him.
0: Yeah, he's he's a great guy. I'm gonna be heading out to Black Butte next month. Probably try to meet up meet up with him for lunch if we can. Maybe uh, discuss uh, extending this sponsorship. Perfect. All right, dude. Let's. Uh, first thing on the list that I want to make a point to talk about is Lynn Grant, first woman to win on the DP World Tour. What do you think, dude?
1: It, she's got a beautiful swing. That's what
0: everyone says. It's, and it is. I mean, it's amazing.
1: She's, she's beautiful. She's got a beautiful swing, and she kicked everybody's ass.
0: Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what the DP World Tour is, it's the old European tour. They rebranded themselves, and she kicked ass. I mean, first I love woman it. to ever win on the European tour.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, a tournament that is gals, guys hosted by I believe Henrik Stenson and Annika.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, I mean Henrik played in it. Yep. He yeah. played well. Yeah, he played well. He got in the top 5, I think. Um let's talk a little bit of live golf. Yeah, I know it's or, still there. Or a lot. I'm not sure how much you want to get into it. I feel like <sighs> I feel like our audience knows how our stance on it. Yep. So, uh, it just was brought to my attention today that LIV, live, golf, LIV is 54 in Roman numerals, mm-hmm. which wouldn't even put two and two together, but that's the number of holes that they play in these tournaments. Yes. And then you, you and I were joking. I was like, well, maybe they play 54 holes because maybe if... Greg Norman's tournaments when he was on the PJ Tour were only 54 holes. Maybe he would have won like 40 tournaments instead right, that's of 20. <laughs> what a helmet. He would have won like 10 majors. <laughs> He's looking out for, you know, just those guys. Yeah.
1: The, after the tournament when Charles Schwartzel won, you know, 4.7.
0: That's 4.7 million for those of you that don't pay attention. Yeah, for just 4.7 million dollars the, the 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 most ever won by a professional golfer in one tournament. I think he was 6 under on just this fucking track that wasn't that hard that
1: Filbert Nuts shot 10 over. Thank God it was only 54 holes cuz he would have shot 20 over. What a fucking helmet. DJ was over par. Bunch of dorks were over par. They are you know, they're just going to be they're going to show up here and be fucked and I love it. The the uh the guy the one of the sports washing faces for the Saudis, I don't know his name, fuck him, I don't care. Yeah. Anyways, after the tournament, he's like, Okay, so if anybody shoots a fifty-four, we'll give them fifty four million. I mean, they're just just whatever. Yeah. Here's fucking money. We're just printing it over here in uh
0: Saudi Arabia. It's damn near impossible to shoot fifty four.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. So yeah, that's that's a fun little bet. Yeah. That they'll never lose.
0: Um, had a lot of reactions uh, over this week. And we'll get into some of the interviews and some of the, what the pros have, have thought about um, the questions during the U.S. Open press conferences. But there have been a lot of reactions on the Golf Channel. And I, you know, Brandel Shambly makes my butt itch. Yep. Right? Yep. But listen to what he has to say. This week, it's been great.
1: Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah,
0: I was impressed as well. Um, and these guys, I mean, the, these guys don't have to say what they're saying, but they're they're speaking from their hearts, right? And a lot of these pros that played on the Live Tour last weekend, they've got speaking points that they've pretty much been given. Um, and Brandel, uh, he says it's hard to sell a lie. In reference to those that were on the Live Tour. hmm uh, Many references by Brandel of sports, wa- sports washing. Yep. Um, and Jim Gallagher Jr. at one point in time said, everyone has a price, and we're seeing that now. And Brandel said, I hope not. I love it. Yeah. I mean, he he talked about moral compass. He talked to, I, It was... It was great to see because we're seeing it, right? Yep. We're seeing guys like Rory. We're seeing guys like JT. We're seeing guys like Rom that they get the tradition. They get the history. They get the competition. They don't necessarily feel like this is, they don't want the money grab. They want the trophies. Yep. And, and that's huge. And you and I have talked about it several times that if these guys that are going over there to that tour, if they would just tell us, "Hey, I want the money."
1: Yep, and then, I don't mind that there's blood on the hands that people came from, and it's
0: not the same as China, and that would be fine. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I'm really curious, and I don't know when he'll come out and talk about it about Pat Perez, uh, who is apparently signed with Live, ten to, million. And I want to hear him because I feel like he'll be honest. If he comes out and starts talking, it's good for the game. It's going to grow the game. It's for my family. Then we know these guys are under contract to only speak about these things because Pat Perez seems to me one of those guys that's going to come out and say, hey, look, guys, I want the money. Yeah. And that's it.
1: And I don't care about 9-11. I don't care about Khashoggi yeah I, I don't care and th- then then we're good we're good you're not coming to my fucking backyard barbecue because you're fucking insane you know pat, right. pat perez was on it and now he's off right brandle chamblee was off now he's on <laughs> you know what i mean he's just fucking crazy
0: uh, i can't believe it dude we're talking about whether or not these guys can come to our back backyard barbecue i like it pa-
1: pa- paul mcginley he had a perspective on why the live is now it's working because they have got those guys under contract Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is how it's working. And the, the PGA tour, he was saying they might need to look at that. What the problem is though, you're going to, you're going to have a, this is my opinion if you're going to do it, you're going to have a tiered system. If you're Rory, he's got to get forty million dollars, right? Right. Uh, One twenty-five. Josh Creel, he gets two hundred thousand. Right. He's under contract. That 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 that. The gotta problem got to
0: play in so many tournaments, and yep, and yeah. and
1: we'll actually be telling you, correct. And and I think it was McGinley's had like say Alaska. Right. They they want to sh- share the game and showcase it. John Rom and, uh, you know, Justin, you're going to Alaska and you're going to showcase the, the game. And he says, this is how it's going to have to work. And Brandel, he was like, God bless him. He goes, well, it's going to be at the expense of a all of those charities because every week, 30 million dollars gets pumped into the communities through the charities yeah it's going to come at the expense of the corn Ferry tour it's going to yeah. come at the expense of lpga it's
0: the the senior tour the champions tour, tour the the latin american tour um the canadian tour those are all pga tour affiliates so you're right they'll have to shut those down in order to just compete with live golf
1: but it, I think that will be able to outlast Live Golf because, A, I don't think the Saudis can just keep throwing a billion dollars away every year without, you know... I don't think, you know, nobody's excited about it. John Rahm, or no, Steve Stricker said, this feels like a member guest. Yeah. It's stupid.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, like, some of these uh, veterans that you just don't hear about. And every once in a while, you'll see a quote by a guy like Steve Stricker, or it's like, Oh, clearly he's got an opinion about it. Uh And, uh, Fred couples, I've read some, uh, stuff just his comments on Twitter are more kind of passive aggressive. No, I like it. And it's, it's, it's good. Um, these guys, I feel need to be more vocal and, and stand up for really how they feel. And and let's be honest. I mean, this truly is about. For me, it's about protecting the PGA Tour. Yeah, and I, and any of any anybody out there that wants to argue with me about you know China and and Saudi and you how can't, you and, can't. And, and the business and stuff and and it's it, it, I, I I'm not in for that argument. <clears throat> my my issue is how dirty this tour was put together and how. We have these individuals that have gone, 90% of them. I don't really, I feel like the true colors are coming out. This is a true money grab, which is fine. If greed is your thing, then that's your thing. But the PJ Tour was so is so good and it has grown the game and it has done that. I mean, I, I just don't understand the speaking points. And when a guy like Bryson DeChambeau says, I'm, I'm doing this for my family. A single guy with a shit ton of money... That's fucking hilarious. ...says, I'm doing this for my family, and then follows it up with, and my future family. <sighs> Dude, the guy has enough money to put his future kids into college and, and probably half of our fire district's children into John college. John Rom right? made that
1: point. He right. said, listen, he said this in his press conference. I, I could quit golf right now, and I'm set up. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't, don't tell us this Um, bright. Oh yeah. Bright You just went over that Brooksy's press conference. He was like, when pressed about to live, he then blamed the media. He went all Donald Trump on this. He was, he was like, you guys, you guys are putting this black cloud over this tournament. Hmm. no, everybody's answered this question because it's kind of a big deal and your brother's over there. Leave my brother out of there. Yeah. And.
0: He didn't quite say that. No, he he, did. he said, said, look, I I said my brother. I I, I support him. I love my brother. He's family. I support him whatever he does. Right. Well, well, He's got to. I mean, that's, but that's, I mean, you can't blame a guy for for saying that. What I can say about his conference his press conference. And I think you and I see this a little bit different. I mean, these, these reporters are asking everybody about their opinion about live golf. And, and I can appreciate the fact that they have to right?
1: Everybody answered it without being defensive uh, except
0: for Brooks. Well, as long as, well, I don't know about everybody. I didn't see everybody's right. But at some point in time, if a guy's like, look guys, I mean, you guys are throwing shade on the U S open here. I mean, we're playing the U S open. And this is what you got to ask me about? So, yes, he was defensive. Was he in the... I, it's his press conference, right? It only... Not only does it throw shade on the U.S. Open, it throws shade on him. In a sense, now, now you're casting doubt on all of us on whether or not you're going to stay on the P.J. Tour.
1: No, he's the next to leave. He's... As soon as he misses a cut and fucking slams his trunk Friday night, Yeah, he's going to fucking... Go sign that $100 million contract. I
0: I could see it. Oh, I, yeah. I could see him being, I hope not, because he has potential to, but see, he also, I feel, is one of those guys that respects the records. As much as he seems like he's, like, all about the money and just kind of like, eh, he focuses on the majors, and he wants those trophies, too. Yeah. And he has a chance, I mean, he's a great golfer and still young, right? So I don't know if, if he was to leave. Because oh. all these guys that leave, y- you know what they're thinking. There's a chance I might not ever play on the PJ Tour ever again. Mm-hmm. They're, th- they're th- essentially throwing it away. Yep. But we'll see. Time will tell.
1: Uh, for sure.
0: We've certainly bled into some of our U.S. Open coverage. If you want to... Do you want to talk about Phil now? Or
1: you know what, let's talk about our next sponsor and then we'll get into the Canadian Open and then we'll come back to Phil. Circle okay. back to that guy. All right,
0: let's give a shout out to Valley Carpet Cleaning Carpet and Upholstery in Tri-County Portland Metro Area, occasionally in Washington and Salem. www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. And when when they show up at your front door and they
1: knock and they like come in and clean your carpets, grab your meat. <laughs> And <laughs> that way what you do when you go to <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Woo. all right don't uh, grab your meat when when
1: tim shows up or his
0: employees <laughs> all right so we had the uh canadian open up in toronto uh rory McIlroy wins uh we had a ton of our uh ponies in the running God. i mean i i thought i was like for sure somebody's gonna win the jar and then i thought well we've thought that a few times and then maybe somebody's just gonna choke but you won the jar dude i C- love it congratulations thank you jt almost won he had a little rocky finish there at the end but um it was an epic yeah. battle back and forth uh just
1: heavyweights yeah loved it it was exciting the canadians they were crazy on that par three drinking their molsons (laughs) nice uh just so much fun and you could just tell these guys are like it you know this live golf it it i think it's really fired him up like let's play the best golf we can and let's beat our heads in
0: oh for sure I mean, they, they talked about it. It's like, we got this. I mean, this was, it doesn't get much better than this. Live Golf did not have it. Classy. Yeah. What Live Golf broadcasts on YouTube?
1: Oh, yeah. they Yeah. And some dipshit. Remember I was talking about Jerry Fultz, how they got him to come over after 30 years at the Golf Channel? Yeah. That fucking dipshit started saying, <laughs> oh, look at the capacity crowd. There was fucking like 7,000 people there.
0: There were? Yeah. They started handing out tickets for free, too. Oh, yeah.
1: All you had to do was just go sign up. They, if you, they, they, blah. Anyways, and just talking about how great the golf was. No, it wasn't great, Jerry. Jerry, no, the place isn't packed, Jerry. But just, you know, let's just fucking say anything we want. So, fuck you, Jerry (laughs) Foltz.
0: How do you really feel, Todd?
1: I was on the fence about the guy, uh... You know, I I, I liked that he was kind of the voice of the ladies and really was in touch with ladies golf. And he it seemed like he had just a rapport with them and just really respected the game. And then right before the ladies U.S. Open, he said, fuck it, I'm going to go get millions. Yeah. He's not coming to my barbecue either and seeing my water feature. That
0: son of a bitch. <laughs> can't wait for this barbecue right it's gonna be fun randall Chambly's gonna be there <laughs> i bet if we invited me might show up all right uh all right let's review our picks so you had rory uh matthew fitzpatrick and Corey connors g'day mate uh rory won you won the jar matthew fitzpatrick t10 Corey connors six solo sixth i had scotty scheffler jt and shane lowry Sheffler T18, JT solo third, Lowry T10. And I won $8 because I got the bonus for all my players being in the top 25. Nice.
1: What did I do? Did so, I get a bonus too? So,
0: so after, yeah. <laughs> so after I got my money, because we've had this issue before where I've won the jar where we pay the other person out first. So after I got my money, you got $11. Make me mad. Yeah. Well, I should actually give you a dollar. Because your bonus of all players in the top ten would have gotten you twelve. Wow! So instead, you actually got, got eleven. Less I'm
1: so mad. I'm so fucking mad, Chris.
0: Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, our alternates. So we had oh. uh, you had Adam Hadwin T35. I had HV3 T13. And then our our uh, our one-on-one five-dollar bet for our second alternates. Um, you had Michael Gligic and I had Lee Hodges.
1: You muscled me into Gligic. <laughs> I don't even know who I'm fucking taking.
0: Lee Hodges, T48. Michael Gligic, WD after 11 holes. That's fucking bullshit.
1: I was so happy that he fucking WD'd. And you're like, no, he he pegged it. Like, are he you did. fucking kidding me? <laughs> God damn it. I, you know, I'm, this bet is over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm taking my money and going home. <clears throat> you know, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> and last week when I was making picks, I was like, I don't want to pick anybody that's in the lead Thursday and Friday. And fucking Fitzpatrick goes out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm fucked. I'm, I'm fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for Rory.
1: Well, yeah, he wasn't in the lead Thursday. It's no, like wasn't. if anybody. The, on Thursday, Fitzpatrick went out and lapped the field. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, golf is so easy," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm fucked." And He barely finished in the top ten. I'd like to pick him for the U.S. Open, but man, he's untrustworthy. Right? Is he? Is he though he feels like it.
0: I like him. I do too. Lot, he, he, lot, he won the U.S. Better.
1: Amateur at the Brooklines.
0: At the Brookline's yes. Should we jump into the U.S. Open? All right, the 122nd United States Open Championship at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts.
1: 122nd. That feels like the first one was in 1900.
0: That would not be accurate. 1901. Uh, Right? Okay. Wouldn't that make sense? Okay, it's just 2022, and I was like, 100 years plus a 22... Well, Ugh,
1: dumb if, math, dumb guy.
0: If this one's one twenty-two, although you know what, actually, you know what, I stand corrected. The first one might have been actually in the eighteen hundreds. We never know because maybe there wasn't one during World War One, World War Two. Oh. There might have been some. So I don't know when the first one was. Okay. So we're we're just gonna. You know. I like
1: one hundred twenty-second though.
0: Yeah, one hundred twenty-second United States Open Championship. So par 72, yardage, 7,445 yards. Designers of the country club. Willie Campbell designed it in 1895. Oh, wow. Alex Campbell, not sure if there's any relation, might have redesigned it in Uh 1902.
1: And then Chad Campbell in
0: 1994. (laughs) Maybe. Do you know who (laughs) the defending champion is of the United States Open Championship? C. John Rom. John Rum, where do you win?
1: At uh, the San Diego's.
0: Tory Pines. Pines. where Pines, right? You got where, me my present, sweatshirts. Yes. Yeah, that was your birthday present. Ah, Happy birthday. You.
1: I bet that was fucking expensive.
0: No. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. <laughs>
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the discount rack. Thank it's you. A,
0: it's a muni course, dude. It's not going to be terribly expensive. It's not <laughs> like I'm buying something at Bandon Dunes. Thank you, anyways. You're welcome. It, I would have spent a lot more on you. I appreciate it. What do we got here? Well, I know we we need to talk about Phil. Oh yeah. And we've talked about uh, go for it. What do you want to say?
1: Well, let's let's first talk about uh some th- this this in 1913 an amateur won it. And it's not the first time an amateur has won the US Open. Who who's another amateur that might have won the US Open? Probably Bobby
0: Jones. Oh yeah. There yeah. you go.
1: Because he had the grand slam. Yeah. He won the British. He won the US. Bam, bam, bam.
0: Yeah. And and by the way, Bobby Jones, and we've talked about him here before, is is known as the greatest amateur to ever play the game of golf. Guy could have been a professional, should have probably gone professional, but chose to keep his amateur status.
1: It was it was more lucrative to be an attorney than be a professional golfer. Yeah. Unless you were somebody crazy good like Harry Varden or, or Vardon. Or Bobby
0: Jones. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you
1: know, he probably could have made a bunch of money, but he was a family man. But anyways, an amateur in in 1913 won it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis Huimet. Sure. Uh-huh. There was There was a movie done. You can sometimes see it on the... The Golf Channel. Okay. The greatest game ever played mm-hmm. with... Do you know who is the lead actor? I don't. She... Shea... Shea Leboeuf. Okay. Shea, Shea Leboeuf. Okay. They had to get somebody with a, f- a French-sounding name to play Francis. Francis, <laughs> guess how old he was when he won it? Uh, 28. 20. Oh, nice. So he he played in the... U.S. Amateur that same year, a few weeks before the U.S. Open. Yeah, he was getting ready for it. No, he wasn't actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so he, he lost in the second round to some guy. And anyway, somebody came up to him and said, listen, are you going to play in the U.S. Open? You live right across the street from where it's being played.
0: Oh, is that the
1: house that yeah. I've been
0: seeing? Yeah. The people, okay.
1: The, the 17th hole. Okay. And Francis is like, "Well, no, I gotta, I gotta go work at the range." You know that whole week. And they're like, "Listen, you can play in it. You guys got to give me five bucks, five, five dollars, five bucks, five bones, a fin." He's like, "Fucking hey, I'm in." I I don't know how accurate the movie was, but it the they portrayed his father as being a real butthole and like, you should be working instead of playing golf.
0: Yeah, it's just another way to just.
1: Just pull the heartstrings yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. Anyways, he was he was a decent amateur, but he wasn't anything out of this world. And he showed up there, and I think it helped that he grew up picking up balls, finding balls, finding clubs, playing there, working there every day. So in 2013, he goes, and the 17th hole, 1913.
0: Did I say what did I? You said 2013. Oh, God. It, it's too, okay. Too every, many, every week I listen back to us and I'm like, oh fuck, I can't believe we said that.
1: Too many BLs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: anyway, uh he lives off of 17. He goes there. He's playing well. I mean he's in the Sunday, the final round, he's playing with Ted Ray and Harry Vardon. Varden. Okay. They're all they're they're ahead by two. They go to 17. The, the hole that he lives right next to. Yeah. He needs to birdie 17 or 18 to get into a playoff. Of course, he birdies 17. Then there's a 18-hole playoff the next day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's in the lead by one. Look at you.
0: You're just telling the story like you were there yesterday. I know. I love I, it.
1: I, I just, I, it's just, I get a little bit of goosebumps. Do you yeah, see I have goosebumps? You
0: do. I love it.
1: Just these amateurs and this amateur. So he gets to 17. He's got a one-shot lead, uh, and he's... Again, Ted Ray's out of it. Harry, he's against Harry, who's one of the greatest golfers of the time. Who's going around doing, you know, private golf tournaments and making a pile of money. He gets to 17 and Harry gets on, or uh, (coughs) Francis gets on in two. Had a, it was a longish dog leg left. Has a 15 footer and he's just going to drip it down and fucking makes it. Another birdie wins, he's got the 10-year-old caddy, he's 20 years old, he's just, pfft. it's one of the greatest stories ever told, like the movie, so it's pretty exciting, I I just love these old country clubs uh, that just host these tournaments, and it's kind of, its you've seen it on TV, it's kind of yeah. quirky, there used to be a horse track around it, yeah. which came into play back in the day.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's it's a cool looking course. I can't wait to watch it. I'm gonna be, clearly, I'll be up early in the morning tomorrow mm-hmm. and bright and early and watching. I have the Peacock, the Peacock. So I don't know how I'm gonna watch it because there's no PJ Tour live. Oh right. So we we'll I, have I to look up ways to stream it while we're doing our podcast. I believe that it's just uh on the Peacock, and then it'll it'll start on. NBC or whatever kind of T V covers are gonna have. Tomorrow. That's tomorrow so. morning.
1: First tea time six forty seven, I feel like.
0: Yeah, Eastern so, time. So right now I'm looking at tomorrow. You can start watching it on NBC Pacific Standard Time uh at eleven A. M. The Peacock will have it at 3.45 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. Oh, here you go. So you, it looks like the U.S. Open. It Probably go to usopen.com. It looks like they'll probably have some streaming at 4.25 a.m. to 4 p.m. Oh, and then the USA. USA Network. 6.30 a.m. to 11. So it looks like we've got some really good coverage. Oh, so that's it, beautiful. It looks like it. So um, NBC. Uh who's going to be the lead announcer there do you think? Mike
1: you, Trico. You think so? And uh Zinger. Fucking Zinger. You know Zinger is going to be there oh, that dude.
0: son of a bitch. And he is going to have nothing good to say about Liv. He might he actually might be one of those people that by the end of the week he's going to actually be on the invite list to your backyard barbecue. Oh my
1: god, Brandal's family and <laughs>
0: The amount of shit that we've talked about, Zinger. Fuck. If If Ian Baker Finch makes it to your backyard barbecue, (laughs) I I don't even know.
1: I mean, if they say the right things, I'm fucking in. (laughs) Why not? God dang it.
0: We're gonna. It would be amazing if we could have some sort of just like break the internet type of thing about who's getting invited to Todd Newman's. Backyard barbecue.
1: God, that's gonna be you'll be there for sure. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh six forty-five is the first tea time Eastern.
0: Yeah. Eric and,
1: Barnes. Uh Michael Thompson. Oh no. Michael thorba Jornson. Yep. And uh Matt McCarty. And then that same day on one, somebody tees off at two forty two in the afternoon. So, 6.45, you tee off, you're yeah, done. F- which,
0: by the way, Michael George Jones, son, son. <laughs> A- amateur, ah. and Matt McCarty, uh, the third in their group is Eric Barnes. Yeah, I put some dough on Eric
1: Barnes to finish top 20.
0: Yeah, we were uh, just talking about him. So, he, I think he's made like 14 out of 15 cuts in on the Corn Ferry Tour. Machine. And he, so the 14th cut that he made... He qualified for next year's PJ tour schedule. God, good for him. So then he goes back the next week and misses the cut. You know why? Because he was celebrating with his family. Cause that's what a good family man like Eric Barnes does. Well, what does he then do when he misses the cut? He goes and qualifies for the fucking U S open. God, that's amazing. Uh, same, same from the same town as Jim Gallagher, jr. Jim Gallagher, jr. Actually talked about him on us open live this week. So Eric Barnes, uh, keep an eye on this guy. Uh, you know, it was kind of like Kyle Westmoreland last year at Tory Pines. You know, this Navy guy. Um, oh, right, right, right. You know, or Air Force guy. Sorry, not Navy. For, Same diff. Sorry, Armed Forces. <laughs> Same diff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, good good stories. That one is the one on my radar is Eric Barnes. Um, you know, any of these amateurs are always fun to watch. Apparently, there's a 57-year-old, and I'm going to have to look up at his name. <laughs> There's a few 57-year-olds out there. What? Playing in the U.S. Open? I don't know. Is it Fran Quinn? Could be. This guy, Fran Quinn. Let's see. Bio. 57 years old. Starts four starts. Best 68th. Yeah. There you go. Oh, shoot. I think he's played. This is his fourth U.S. Open. Wow. He played in the 1992 Pebble Beach Golf Links. Uh, missed the cut. Uh, Oakmont Country Club in 1994. Got 40. Th- he was 43rd plus 11. Holy Toledo.
1: Plus 11 doesn't seem that bad.
0: Plus 11 gets you 43rd. Uh, Oakland Hills Country Club, the South Course uh, in 1996. Plus 10. Missed the cut. And then he played. Um, what, I guess 18 years later in the 2014 U S open at Pinehurst plus 14 T56. So this dude, this Fran Quinn guy who I've never heard of, he's 57, he's 57 years old and he's got a little bit of a career of playing in the U S open. Yeah. and th- good for him that's another that's a great story so watch out for fran quinn so is, he, he's from the united states and he tees off at six forty-five as well just on the opposite tees of eric barnes and matt mccarty
1: so his 23 year old son owen says hey dad i'm gonna try and qualify <laughs> yeah and, and fran's like hey good luck kid yeah you know what i'm gonna do it too <laughs> entry fee and
0: boom. Let me guess, his kid did not qualify. Now he's caddying for him.
1: God, isn't that would be totally correct?
0: Um, Hayden Buckley. He's playing with Hayden Buckley and Callum Tarrant. He's off at 645.
1: I wonder if everybody's going to be nice to each other. And
0: why? Why wouldn't they be? Well, and.
1: Here's a, I read an article. Is
0: is there some, does Frank Quinn have a history? (laughs) Well. Because I know Cal Taron and Hayden Buckley are good dudes. Golf Digest had an article
1: about, it's titled, Just One of Those Bad Days When a Golfer Can't Break 100 Trying to Qualify for the U.S. Open. Uh Uh-oh. Something's fishy. Anyways, it talks about, it's it's a the U.S. Open qualifier. It's meant to you know be inclusive, just given a long shot like you. If you get your handicap down tin, to tin cup, tin cup down. Perfect,
0: to, perfect uh, movie. If you guys want to see any sort of kind of grind for a U.S. Open qualifier, watch well, Tin Cup. Great movie.
1: One of the greatest golf yeah. movies ever. If you're a professional golfer, you don't have to prove a handicap. Oh, okay. If you're an amateur, you have to say I'm a 1.4.
0: Okay, so Fran Quinn is not an amateur.
1: So he's like, I can I can sign up, put my $200 in, and bam, he's in. Okay. So they they th- this article by Shane Ryan. You know Shane Ryan? Uh, the name sounds familiar. It does sound familiar, but I don't
0: know. I feel like he used to work for ESPN or something.
1: So there was 9,000 people that went through qualifiers. Okay. Guess how many shot over 100?
0: Uh, 9,000 people, you say? 9,000 golfers. I'll say 1,000. 13.
1: That's one-tenth of 1% shot over 100. And they talked about some of these golfers that did it. One guy lost a bet in his fantasy football league. (laughs) And he lied and said he was a professional golfer, so he didn't have to prove. Oh, okay. He fucking shot 113.
0: There was other people. <laughs> he wasn't even... The Why fu- did I say 100? I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a trick question.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's like, man, you got to go out there and, and talking about the statistical probability of shooting over did 100. Did you say
0: the testistical? T-
1: t- <laughs> t- t- I know. I'm just about thinking about it. Ever since you said grab your meat... Uh, <laughs> God dang it! The, you know, the the they said it was it, it's statistically and the thing with them is shooting ten strokes over like the cat the, you know and there can be just really tough conditions that make it worse but I think it's pretty impressive and you know I wasn't qualifying for the U.S. Open when I played out at Arrowhead. But I went 76, 88, and that fucker, Marsh, was like, how the fuck did you do that? Well, kind of lost my swing, and I think it's probably easy to do in a qualifier. Yeah. Uh, and they talked to a lot of the pros that had played with these guys that shot a million. Some of them were like, dude, I felt really bad. The guy seems nice. Was he a 1.4? Yes, if there's no hazards. Right. There's not a single hazard the guy looked like he could do it. And other people were just like, I think you need to leave after nine holes because <laughs> yeah. you're affecting my game. Right. They, they're, they're talking <laughs> about if after nine holes you're f- f-
0: shot a 50,
1: just so you don't bring the rest of your group down there. like.
0: Which I, I can I've actually seen that at the professional level at Corn Ferry. I We were playing, and I was actually. I didn't think this guy was affecting the group at all, but the guy ended up WDing after nine holes, and he's like, I just don't want to affect the rest of this round for you guys. He was slightly injured, yeah. uh, decided to just call it quits, and uh, I don't think anybody in the group would have said that he affected the the rest of the group. Um, I'm sure there's times where it can, especially in a U.S. Open qualifier like that when you're shooting like 130. Yeah. <laughs> but – but it does have a factor on your playing competitors, especially in that scenario. Especially if, if for some reason, is you're an amateur or, or a pro that wants to qualify for the U.S. Open, and this is your one shot, mm-hmm. you don't want to be fucked over by some dude that's out there just hacking it away for 130 shots a round.
1: I felt a little bit that way on the second day at the Arrowhead. Like I can keep, I can shoot a thousand. And I will keep up.
0: You're good at that, though. Not everybody is.
1: But still, shooting a thousand and being fast is. It, I feel like I'm affecting. It's like I'm telling myself I gotta fucking pull it together. And when I almost hit people on the seventh tee or seventh green from ten tee, right? I was like, oh shit, should I fucking go home? <laughs> I mean, I. Anyways, so I thought that was a really interesting article, and I was surprised there was only one tenth of one percent that had shot over a hundred.
0: Right. I like the fact that one of the guys just lost a bet in his fantasy football league. <laughs> you have to go fucking make an asshole of yourself. <laughs> I mean, I've actually seen some worse things, right? Like having to get like loser tattooed on your ankle or something like I'd that. I'd rather do that. than
1: go out there and shoot 113. <laughs>
0: oh man that's amazing all right dude let's get back to uh we wanted to talk about phil mickelson's press conference so um phil's been out of the game of golf for what since february i would agree i can't remember the last competitive round he played
1: it was after when he talked about They asked him about going to live, or possibly going to live, and he was just like, oh, yeah, people make mistakes when talking about
0: Khashoggi. Scary motherfuckers.
1: And I know they they hate people that are part of the LBGQT.
0: LBGTQ. Community, Uh, community,
1: how you can be imprisoned. And he just put his foot in his mouth over and over again. Yep. So
0: he shows up after... Competing and, if you want to call it competing, playing golf plus ten play, for play, playing 54 golf holes, playing golf last week in London at their first event. Um, so he looks slightly disheveled. Um, you know, props to him for not shaving for a few days. I like it. Yeah, Look good. Looked like me after COVID. <laughs> um, he looked different. It didn't look like the Phil Mickelson that we all have come, grown accustomed to, right? Whether you're a fan of him or not, right? I'm the
1: most confident man in the room,
0: right? It's like Kobe and LeBron. You're either a fan of Kobe or a fan of LeBron in the NBA, right? I was a fan of Kobe. You're either a fan of Tiger or a fan of Phil. That's just the way it was, you know, in the early 2000s. I'm a fan of Tiger, not a fan of Phil. Um, and we've discussed this before. You know, Phil's never been uh, awarded the the Player of the Year. And that's an award that's voted on by his peers. Yep. And they have spoke over the last few months that we are just now seeing the fill that, that they see. Yep. Um, so he's been exposed quite a bit. Uh, it sounds like the guy, um, has had to do some therapy. I don't know what kind of problems are going on at home between him and his wife, but it sounds like things are okay. I don't want to see the guy fail in life. Okay. And we've talked about Patrick Reed too. Uh, it, this is all entertainment that you and I are talking about and as far as, you know, wishing Patrick Reed a bad week. I don't want to see the guy fail in life, right? I, I don't want to see wish harm on people. Um, these guys are playing for millions of dollars every single week and they're they're doing just fine. Um, so when we talk about this kind of stuff, you know, whether we take cheap shots at Patrick Reed or Phil Mickelson, it's all good fun and i think as human beings you and i don't wish ill will on these people right and and i'm just speaking for myself no
1: you are absolutely yeah. correct chris i don't <clears throat> yeah. i don't want phil to get a horrible disease or right. patrick i just want you to go the fuck away <laughs> yeah. i don't fucking care you, right. you're a, you're a, you're
0: a bloody money hungry whore and you and i have talked that yeah if that's what they just told us then we'd have a lot more respect for him. Absolutely. Like you're greedy. You want the money. And you don't care. Totally respect it. Totally fine. Um, so Phil shows up to the U.S. Open because the USGA is, has an entry criteria and they didn't want to veer from that this year. Uh, so Phil shows up and he is clearly disheveled, clearly nervous. Oh, yeah. Very nervous. Uh Generally owns the room when he comes in, right? Did not own the room when he came in. Knew it. Um, and props to him. The guy answered the questions. He did answer the questions in a way that I'm sure the 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 leadership of Live Golf wants him to. Yeah, so. he
1: did a lot of deflection. He his his answers were measured. And when pressed about you know 9 11 and the families, how they're fucking pissed off. He's got
0: empathy for them.
1: He has empathy for them, yeah. but he couldn't say but I ultimately I don't fucking care, wish he would have. I mean, they would have booed him off the stage, but so he's just saying what he can. And I think when you when you say the words, you know, and you're trying to help the Saudi sports wash, that's why you probably feel a little gross. Yeah. And and instead of being defensive like, you know, Brooks hasn't signed the uh contract yet and so now he's defensive and shit and he's ah, he's tough but once he takes the blood money and it's in your bank account you now you have to talk to the speaking points you feel you feel gross i think a little bit at least i hope they do
0: yeah it was uh i actually recorded it because i didn't want to miss it i wanted to be able to see the entire interview because they they made a big deal about it they said this phil's press conference is going to happen this time this day um one thing i will say just as a human um is uh i did notice that he was you know shaking hands giving the thumbs up signing some autographs for some kids it's still good to see that i mean just from the human perspective i don't want this guy to be complete i mean he's in like Rory said, right? I mean, he's made his bed. He's got to lay in it. That is not... That's done, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and everybody out there has their opinion, right? People are going to go to these live golf events. We're going to know people that are going to go to the one at Pumpkin Ridge. I'm not going to lose any respect for anybody in, in that sense, right? I, I feel that you have a choice just like I do. I'm going to choose not to attend. I'm going to choose not to put my money there. That's my choice. And, and you know, I'll probably take some flack for it and get made fun of. of you know, what about Nike and that kind of stuff? No, and, and no, 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 no. It's it's okay, though. It's, it's, not okay. it's not the same. It's not the same to buy fuel so that you can fucking
1: go to work and pay for your fucking house you live in or buy tennis shoes so you can not be fat.
0: Right. It, <laughs>
1: they're not yeah. giving us fucking $200 million to drive around. We're buying fuel because we have to right to fucking live so i i don't i hate the what about isms yeah and i've i've written a letter and i'll post it i'm assuming i can post it now on the union website
0: go for our members the educational piece that you put out there yeah Yeah, i'll
1: put it on instagram and people then can make their decisions
0: yeah yeah this is something that's not gonna go away Um, it's just going to be a constant and, and I hope that at least on our podcast, we can, it's not going to overtake our podcasts like it has been, but you know what, when, when Liv comes to Portland, we're going to have some more speaking points.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Every week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but again, this is about the U S open this week and. Can't wait. I can't can't wait. wait. It's going to be amazing. The field is electric. Yeah. I mean, these guys, I just, I'm scrolling through this. I have this list of players that are playing. And uh, just, I love seeing the A next to people's names. Yeah. And I I mean, I see a lot of A's. I see a lot of A's, right?
1: Yeah. They get a certain amount that get to get in.
0: And it's, it's amazing. Um just to be able to scroll through this and see, and these names are gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a great week. It's gonna be a great tournament. It's gonna be a great course. The rough is gonna fuck some people up. It's gonna it, be it, although amazing to watch. It sounded like
1: it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Well, that's Rory.
0: I saw Shane Lowry trying to chunk a few chips out of the out of it. So. It's going to be US Open style tough. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be fun, dude. I'm excited. So. I am too. Do you want to just dive right into our picks? I'm so nervous. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So you called me out. I didn't you, call you, you out. You realize you've picked first for all the majors? I'm like, well, yeah. It's not my fault that they just kind of fall on the days that I'm going to pick first.
1: I I was just like
0: Going, God dang it. I feel like I wish I had the
1: first pick. And then I was like, I wonder how many picks of the majors. And then I went back and looked and saw you'd gotten
0: them all and you yeah. had realized it too. Yeah. I knew I knew I got the first two majors. <clears throat> and then when I saw that you were gonna not get to pick first this week, I was like, ah so you're going to, to pick first this week, and then we will remember that you get to pick first for the British Open. Thank the Open you. You are well, a so.
1: good, fair friend.
0: I, I just want it to be fair, Todd.
1: That's I all I want. I really appreciate it, because otherwise, you know me, I'll have a hissy
0: fit. <laughs> no, you won't. Oh, well, I've been known to. All right. So, with the first pick in the 122nd United States Open Championship, Todd Newman selects I'm going to go
1: with Rory McElroy, my pony that helped me win last week. That is solid. Gosh. You've got some good picks, though, to choose from. Well, for sure. All right. Um do
0: you want to talk through where your head is on not on the first pick? I mean, I'll I'll divulge more picks as I go further All right. On. Well, then give me your give me your first pick. I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had three golfers on my mind for JT, my first pick. JT, one of them. Oh fuck, yes. Yeah. Who was the other one? Scotty Scheffler. Mm-hmm.
0: N- world number 1. You going to pick him? Oh yeah. Okay. Scotty Scheffler. Great pick those were the those were my three solid pre- press conference too did, I don't know if you saw it they didn't i I don't know if they asked so much about live golf though
1: uh, everybody got asked about live golf and yeah. everybody answered it appropriately like adults except for the one child Kepka that, that had i think he had ludicrous at his wedding. did you yeah. see those fucking pictures oh yeah, Jesus it that looked
0: guy fun. looked fun dude yeah um Second picks are hard. Um, they shouldn't be, but when you have just a plethora of incredible golfers to choose from, you know who
1: who are you thinking?
0: And what? Were, well, John Rahm is probably the number one second pick for me. Yeah. Um, Was Jordan Spieth in that one? Oh, for sure. If, he, if yeah, there's a big, yeah, sicky. He's gonna. This is gonna Lops, be like Lops this is Trolls. gonna be like Michael Jordan playing with a 104 fever, right? Jordan Speed is gonna come out and win in neither one of us. Are I just pick don't him.
1: wanna, you know, gamble. I know. If you didn't pick him your second pick, I would have picked him my third
0: pick, but I'm not I'm not picking him. I don't so, trust him. I mean, I've got Will Zaltoris. Love it. Xander Shoffley is a fucking do. A machine do do. I mean, he he hasn't won a major, right? Mm-mm. I, I don't, I'd have to look it up. God, I, false I news. don't believe so. I'll false look it news. up while you're looking. Uh, Shane Lowry, always an awesome pick for me. Yep. Max Homa, clearly. Colin Morikawa. God, it's hard to pick, but I'm going to go John Rom. I get it. Mm. Rombo. Yeah, that's a good one. So uh, I just want to um talk about a couple people in the field here at least one. I mean we've we've talked about Eric Barnes, but there is a gentleman from Germany by the name of Yannick Paul, who I don't know how he qualified for the U.S. Open. His brother, twin brother, mind you, Jeremy Paul, plays on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's gonna be playing this week on the Corn Ferry Tour. Jeremy Paul and Yannick Paul we're both on the McKenzie Tour, known as the Canadian mm-hmm. Tour. G'day, Can mate. PJ, up in Canada. Um, when I caddied for Mad Dog up there in Victoria, we played and practiced around with both of those individuals. Were they any good? Well, yeah, they're professional tour players. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's it's funny. the Playing with Pat O'Donnell, who is well, he's in the Oregon Golf Hall of Fame, the guy is one of the most He's one of the greatest amateurs ever from Oregon.
0: I just wanted—I just want to clarify because there might be some audience out there that, when you say Pat O'Donnell, they might actually think of a certain Pat O'Donnell that we all knew growing up in my era of junior golf. This Pat O'Donnell is significantly older than my generation.
1: No, this Pat O'Donnell is probably he's sixty-five. Yeah. He just—he just qualified for the U- 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 U.S. Senior Open. Yeah. He doesn't. I mean, like he's he could be a professional golfer. I think the guy doesn't hit it. He hits it a long ways for a sixty-fucking-five-year-old man, but it it, he hits fairways and then he hits greens and then he putts. You know, and it's when I ask you about these guys, were they good? Did did they bomb it? Did they, or were they just consistently down the middle and then could hit a four iron two hundred and forty yards?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the difference between tour players and like us or, or good solid scratch golfers, right? Yep. Is the, the biggest thing for me with a tour player is they go week to week to week playing different golf tournaments or different golf courses and they can prep themselves and do it. They know how to execute these shots, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of scratch golfers, they, they just play at their course. They get really good at their course and they yep. post these scores and, there's a significant difference. Yeah. That your your game can just adapt and move on to the next course as opposed to you just rack up some good scores and So, anyways, Pat O'Donnell absolutely is one impressive golf golfer and I've had the opportunity to play with him before he probably has no idea who I am. Um but he is uh he is one of those guys that as an amateur, he is just a solid, humble, great golfer. Yeah.
1: Great person, too. Yeah. Hey, Xander Schauffele, his best major finish is T2 at both the 2018 Open and the 2019 Masters. He did win an Olympic gold medal. Yes, he did. Not bad. All right. So my third pick, I've got to go down the list here. Cameron Young. Fuck, dude. I mean, after that, '84 just crushed me. He was my guy. I <clears throat> I always like Hideki, and I I'm looking at the the odds here. Bryson DeChambeau is twenty eight to one versus Hideki, who's thirty to one. I take in a New York second. I mean, Bryson's ahead of Tony Finau, and Tony just had a great tournament. Uh, with my th- they're,
0: they're factoring in the live golf
1: oh jesus i'm my, my third pick i'm gonna go with uh wills altores
0: oh fuck. i'm so sorry i'm so oh, sorry Oh man that made my pick difficult <laughs> i'm sorry no I'm it's s- good it's a good pick good pick it- uh still got spieth still got fitzpatrick still got uh Xander, still got morikawa still got Lowry, Homa, oh, Kafka, what HV three Davis Riley? I mean, all these guys. Sam
1: Burns, where no, is he? He's, he makes he, my butt
0: itch. Okay, he's never on my radar.
1: Yeah, I you know until he starts playing good and winning tournaments, then like, can you
0: win me some money? Yeah, he he never. Yeah, he he just he's never on my radar. Yeah, he's. I'll uh, probably win, <laughs> right? It, that only happens when I say that, right? Uh. I mean, we've we've got plenty of golfers, correct? Yep. Uh it's I I like the alternates because I like to be able to go further down the list and, and absolutely just, just to give me something else to to is, look at. Is Brooksy on your radar? So what I'm dealing with right now is, is Spieth is out of it for me just because there's too many question marks surrounding his health. I'm sure he's going to give it a go, but if he wakes up tomorrow with, like, the screamers and can't get off the toilet. <laughs>
1: Fire hydrant out of his butthole. And then,
0: then we're, we're in a world, world to hurt. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, solid, solid, solid guy. You can't deny the fact that he wanted this golf course. Yep. So I'm going to pick him.
1: I like it. One of my picks last week, and just, I was... So sad and excited when he was in first place after Thursday. Yeah. With my first alternate, and this is important to not make a stupid pick, I am going to take somebody that is also a very good golfer, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to do this. But he's won this year. He's been very competitive, and he seems like a long swing. I'm going to go
0: with Max Homa. No, I love it. I'm disappointed that him and Abraham answer, who's my first alternate, are not in our top six. Because I I truly do feel that. Max Oma will win a major mm-hmm. at some point in time. Yep. He's playing great golf. So Ab- we'll answer Abraham answer will win. It. And it's just when is it here? Yep. Uh, is it more like
1: the masters?
0: I, I believe Abraham answer is more set up to win probably at the masters. Yep. Um, or the open championship.
1: <clears throat> All right. So my, set- so, oh, are sorry, we, go are
0: we going to do a pit pe- or are we going to do a bet? I know you just told our entire audience you're never going to do this again. It makes me so mad. You son of a bitch. And you keep saying
1: it was my bet, but then you keep muscling me. All right. Um, Are we going to say 125? Oh, you want to do it? 125 to one or or worse? Hell yeah. You son of a bitch. you know I You know I'm a sicko gambler. <laughs> All right, I'm at CBS Golf. I'm on PJ Tour. Yeah, so, you make me so mad. I can't believe I'm fucking putting another fin down. I'm gonna take.
0: And and what are, where are we at? Fifty fifty thousand? You said. Stand by. I'm on no. CBS. Uh-oh. Let me see. Richard Bland's fifty thousand. Hold on.
1: No, I'm so mad right now. I can't <laughs> believe you're muscling me. Because I'm going to pick somebody like Guido (laughs) Migliozzi at 125
0: to (laughs) one. All right, Uh, let's go up here to actually some people who might recognize. Well, like Joel Damon. I'm not picking Joel Damon. Lanto Griffin. They're at thirty thousand.
1: You're you see. You're making me mad. What if we go plus
0: thirty five thousand? That's Patrick Rogers, Troy Merritt, Nick Hardy. No, no, you know, Adam Shank. So we're, we're seriously going like beyond that, beyond Bo Hosler.
1: No, we're going a little closer because, you know, you keep,
0: are we, are, okay. So we're going like 25,000.
1: Yeah. Let me get to the
0: EVR. I mean, Phil Mickelson's at 20. We can't go to Phil. We got to go. I'm not even going to give you Seb Straka, Kevin Kisner. Um, at 20. We'll go 30. I'll give you 30,000. We got Wyndham Clark. He's playing great. Scott Starl- Stallings, he's playing great. Um, Joel Damon. I mean, I'll give you 30,000. I think we should go 35. But whatever you want, dude. This is your bet. <laughs> it's not my bet, you
1: son of a bitch. You, you make me so mad, heart. And then when I my guy WD's you're going to be like, you owe me five dollars. All right. I want to take...
0: Where are we going? Are we going plus 30? Where are we going here? I'm, I'm looking for where Guido Migliosi is. <laughs> oh, he's way down there. I saw him earlier. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's at plus 50,000. With Joseph Bramlett. Let's see. I think plus 50,000 is good. All right. I'll take Guido. All right. I'm going to take Eric Barnes. Okay. Perfect. All right. I think I think that's good, solid... I can't believe I just talked to you. I know.
1: You're so, uh, and and when Guido (laughs) eats that same fucking lobster roll that Jordan Spieth ate, Uh, (laughs) and and he tees it up and plays three holes and goes to a honey bucket.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for this week. This is going to be amazing. Guido's going to finish in the top 10. It's going to be awesome for you. Oh, man, that was amazing. Ding-dongs and trunk slammers, dude. What do you got? I got Greg Norman's my ding-dong of the week. I mean... He had Al Shipnuck removed from the press conference at yeah.
1: by a couple of necklace goons mm-hmm. that the Saudis hired to get rid of reporters that asked tough questions. Yeah, it was,
0: it was stupid.
1: I saw the picture of norman's face i think he denied that he knew anything was going on but when you have a picture of him in the background right fucker (laughs) he's a fucking liar and he's a piece of shit basically what rory said
0: yeah um trunk like michael gligick dude i mean i'm sure after he knew he disappointed you in your bet that uh yeah or was it me slamming something? It could have been you slamming a trunk. Jesus. Yeah. You got any other trunk slammers or ding dongs? No. All right, dude. You have anything else? Because I've got one little nugget before we leave.
1: I got a little nugget. Last week we we were talking about gambling, and somebody going from Caddyshack. Ah, my arm, my arm. Yeah, I can't. yeah. It's Al Chizik.
0: Al Chizik. That yeah, was that, the character's name.
1: Yeah. Al Cervic, Al Chizik. Okay. C-Z-E-R-V-I-K.
0: All right. Interesting.
1: That was um, our guy, um, Rodney Dangerfield, the funniest motherfucker on the planet. (laughs) One of them.
0: I'm going to leave it with this because um, I am a golf fan uh, first, right? Um, But I do want to, for all those fans of golf out there, and those in the Portland metro area, uh, I do want to tell you that you can go and find the 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 Live Golf Tournament that is going to be at Pumpkin Ridge, whether you're going to go or not, which, again, I'm going to leave that up to you. However, as a golf fan, and Todd, I'm sure you can appreciate this, that uh, they have displayed, they have posted the routing of the holes that they're going to be playing. They are going to be playing a combination of which hollow and ghost creek are
1: you fucking getting ready to push their what their their course track is which i'm kind of curious
0: yeah i don't want people to be interested but no i i want people to be interested just because it is golf okay let's let's be fair let's be fair with all right let's hear the track let's be fair with golf so um you can go i'm not sure exactly which website you can go to um to figure this out um I'm not going to sit here and try to figure out the exact routing. However, it does incorporate both Ghost Creek and Witch Hollow because they, the first hold they start on, although it's a, it's a shotgun. So I guess it really doesn't matter, does it? Nope. Because it is labeled 1 through 18. Sure. But they do play. So if you're going to start on Ghost Creek, which is the public side, yep, they're going to play 1. Yep. Nine. Um. Uh, Well, okay. So one is ten. Okay. Yeah. This is going to get confusing. So they're going to play. They're going to play one. They're going to play.
1: I would think uh, nine and eighteen and seventeen.
0: So there's one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Um eight.
1: Eight uh, holes from Ghost Creek. There might be nine. Oh my gosh. Or that's ten. Oh Actually, my gosh. You know what? I
0: know which hollow a lot better. One, two, three. Um there's only four Five, six, I believe there might be six holes from which hollow.
1: I'll be danged. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's going to be an inter- interesting routing. Uh, I might actually catch some on YouTube just to kind of see that what the players do on the holes that you and I actually play. Mm-hmm. So... Absolutely. and uh, for those of you interested in golf, especially those of you that have actually played Pumpkin Ridge, go and check it out. It's actually pretty cool routing, so I'm
1: check out the routing. Don't check out the
0: tournament. <laughs> got anything else, dude? Sorry, just end us on that low.
1: <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> what year is this with with tiger? we're I'm looking at the golf channel, and Tiger's got the wide brimmed. Pants, slacky things, no pleats.
0: Stevie's still caddying for him. Mickelson's
1: got um, bones, and he's just fucking yakking a fucking three footer right there. Adam Scott, see, see, Tiger's pants. Those that that's got to be nineteen. That's Tory Pines. That's got to be Tory. Nineteen ninety nine. When he yeah, there you go. It's
0: Tory Pines. That's eighteen right there. Yep. And
1: when uh, Tiger took down uh, that.
0: That Rocco cig- Media. Yeah, that cigar-smoking
1: right. son of a bitch.
0: Eight, 18-hole playoff Yep, on, on Monday.
1: Couldn't not hit a hook into the goddamn bunker on 17.
0: I wish they still did an 18-hole playoff on Mondays. Me too. It'd be amazing. Yep. All right. Be good, humans. Everyone have a great week. Thanks. <laughs> Except for anybody that participated in Live Golf.
1: Yeah! <laughs>